what's up, people? Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Smackdown Super Bowl edition here on February 9th, Wednesday night, recording this live. As always, make sure you subscribe to the DWZ Network YouTube channel so you're notified when we're going live. This is a Thursday podcast. If you're listening on the podcast feed, wherever you're listening, give us a five-star review. I am joined by a host of hosts here from the network. Let's kick it around the room. I'll go in the order that you guys showed up. Uh, so, Jesse, you're last as hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go over to the man himself. I joke around calling him the godfather, but he's our fearless leader, Memphis from the war zone. How's it going, bro? Oh, this is live? Oh, yeah, we're live, bro. This we're is recording it. this. It, dude, this, did you see that money intro I just did? That was, uh, that was uh, it. I, pe- people are watching? Live right now, we're doing we're doing it live. We're doing it live. No, hey man, it's been a while. I'm glad we could get the gang together. I was hoping to get more of the boys. I mean, I was hoping that my co-host, the man of the hour, the man with the power, Mister Gerald Sinclair, would be here, but uh, he's he's up to no good somewhere. But I, I'm excited to be back on the SmackDown, and you guys have been killing it. You know, sometimes it's Kyle, sometimes it's his boy Dallas. Also hoping he was going to be here, but we got a couple of uh, our new co-host hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, so without further ado, let's bring on Mike. Uh, first off, Mike, I, I know I've podcasted with you at least one other time, uh, but for the people that may not be familiar with you, I definitely want to take this opportunity to get people familiar with uh, what you're doing here on the network. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Mike. Uh, I've been a part of the network now for a little over a year. We started doing Patreon pods just for the Patreon people. Um, and then recently started uh, Dynasty War Games with Jesse going on week four this week. So it's been a good time. Good to be part of the family and helping to contribute any way I can. Love it. Yeah, and that's in your podcast feed if you're subscribed. So if you're just a SmackDown listener, shame on you. Uh, and uh, and you would have already been gifted uh, the uh, the War Games shows already, which is awesome. But Jesse, how's it going, man? It's been a minute for you as well. But uh, how you been? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I really appreciate having us on and, um, you know, growing the DWZ brand and, you know, just kind of including us. So uh, just to expand on what Mike said a little bit, uh, we also have another co-host, uh, Chad Mendoza, couldn't be here tonight, but is with us almost every Friday. Uh, if you'd like to see us or talk to us outside of listening to our podcast, you can find us at DWZ underscore war games. Awesome. And, and uh, you're a good co-host there, Jesse, because I know, you know, I usually I'm doing a SmackDown. I have rotating guests. I don't really have a permanent co-host these days. Uh, but when I used to, I would go on other shows and I would just I might, you know, pr- promote the podcast a little bit. But I'd never mention my co-host. Whenever my co-host went on, they would always mention me, made me look bad. So, Jesse, you did a great <laughs> job there. Mike, maybe Chad won't listen to this. Who knows? Um, but uh, uh, real quick, in case people aren't uh, tuned into all of the other shows, what they should be. But Memphis, why don't I do a horrible job of this. So why don't you just tell the people about the Patreon, where they should be looking for that because they can hang out with all us gents in the chat. Yeah, uh, we actually been welcoming in some new ones. Uh, welcome to Tim. And as happened to remember that because I just literally today uh, uh, initiated him into the group chat. I, th- I think the the welcome to the chat is uh, both impressive and catches people off guard. I mean, it, it's time. I mean, it's 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 we get more patrons now than ever because it's startup season. It's rookie season. And I say it jokingly, and I, I wish that I wouldn't, but for literally about the cost of a gallon of gas, check gas prices near you, for you, you, you can get a month's membership to the Dynasty Warzone Patreon. I saw that in uh, California somewhere, it was like $6.11 a gallon. It's less than that. Oh. 
and, and we'll be starting up patron dynasty leagues uh, here very soon. Um, we'll be doing some auctions. We'll be doing some best balls, all kinds of stuff. You might get in a league with me. You might be in a league with one of these two gents. Uh, I'll tell you, you could be in a league with Kyle, but we can make that happen. It's easy money. It's the layup season <laughs> with uh, with Mr. August in, in the chat. But no, I, I just think that for what you get versus what we put into it, it's a lot. And I think you'll find it as a tremendous value. But thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's if you're listening, I mean, hell, if you're listening to pod, football podcasts in February with the fantasy season already over and you're not, you know, knees deep in uh, in dynasty leagues, then, you know, you should pull the trigger and make it happen. But we got uh, we're going to be kicking around some fun Super Bowl topics today. We're going to wrap the show up with a Super Bowl food draft. So that should be fun. Interested to hear uh, who, what you guys are bringing to the table. Uh, there you go. Pun, maybe. Who the hell knows? Um, but uh, that one should be a good time. But let's start this off. Uh, we're going to do a favorite Super Bowl moment. Uh, now, if you're like me, your team never makes it and never wins. So mine is not a Dallas Cowboys related Super Bowl moment because the last time they won, I was like five years old and I don't remember. So uh, let's uh, let's go reverse order. We'll start with uh, we'll start with the last man here, Jesse. Uh, favorite Super Bowl moment, man. What comes to mind for you? Well, Kyle, I used to be like you. <laughs> All right. So I used to be like you into, to, until 2017, and uh, we finally broke through. So my favorite moment was when Nick Foles ran over to the sideline and said, hey, let's run Philly Philly. And uh, the new Jaguars head coach said, uh, yeah, let's do it. And uh, that that play was the greatest the greatest moment in Super Bowl history, as far as I'm concerned. And if it wasn't the Eagles, it might have been mine as well, because that was a highly entertaining game but uh unfortunately that was uh that couldn't get over uh <laughs> couldn't get over being philadelphia but uh definitely got to cherish that one my friend you never know when you're gonna get back so yes sir uh, yes sir know, i'm sure five-year-old me thought i was gonna be swimming in super bowl rings um <laughs> <laughs> mike how about you man yeah for me it's got to go to my home team too back in super bowl 32 john elway uh driving down is i think it was like third and four third and five and he Sticks his tongue out and licks his chops and runs for a first down and gets manhandled by two Green Bay Packers, known as the helicopter uh, spin. That was pretty epic for the first down. I think they either had the tie or go ahead touchdown there. Long time ago, obviously Super Bowl thirty two. So, but that's the one where John Elway really wanted that first ring, mm -hmm. um, and he got it. And that, that was a that was a good Super Bowl. That was fun. Yeah, definitely. And not and not every Super Bowl is uh, is a good one. So when you get those. Uh, those ones definitely stick out I, as uh, the Rams are back in this thing. I'm just praying we don't get another repeat of a few years ago um, here on Sunday. But Memphis, how about you, my friend? Uh, a two-way go. Um, mine was Super Bowl 41 with the Colts. Uh, speaking of horse face people, old Peyton Manning got his first one. He won the MVP, which is a, a shame. It should have went to the running back tandem of Joseph Adai and Dominic Rhodes, that notwithstanding, it was arguably the best halftime show in the history of the NFL. I think this year's could be great, but for me, that was the Prince doing Purple Rain and all of his hits literally in the rain in Miami. So uh, it was good for two reasons. A, I've, uh, people may not know this, I'm a big Prince fan, and uh, it was good to see the Colts win. So kind of a two-way go for me, Super Bowl 41, uh, Colts and Prince. I bet you wasn't expecting that. I, I I wasn't, but I like the call. I remember that uh, Colts and Bears Super Bowl. I live outside of Chicago, 
not a Bears fan, have no allegiances. In fact, uh, a lot of my friends are Bears fans and those guys are assholes. So I, uh, I remember I was like working at a grocery store and you could wear your Bears gear, like instead of having to wear the whatever uniform. Uh, but it only said, it said you just had to, you could wear football stuff. So I've had an old Edron James Colts jersey that I bought for like $10 off some bargain rack. And I wore that. Uh, and I got cursed out by some people. Uh, it was good times. <laughs> I was like, again, like 16, 17 years old. I didn't care. That was hilarious. Let's so. be honest. In Chicago, you're probably lucky you didn't get your ass whipped. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, in suburbia, I was I felt a little safer, I guess, to at least rock that. But um, yeah, my, my, go, you got something? I'm sorry. I was going to yeah. just say it's a good thing you weren't a veteran stadium in Philly. That's all. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So <laughs> I was at least safe, safe enough there with that. But uh yeah, my favorite Super Bowl moment, um, there's a few of them. And again, unfortunately, none of them involve my favorite team. Um, and But I went with the Seahawks, Pats, Super Bowl 49, the Malcolm Butler goal line pick. Uh, I just remember that because just going like out of your, like out of my mind, you know, like definitely was watching that game just because love football, obviously. That's why we're all here. But that was just uh, an ending no one expected and a play that no one expected. Um, as I was double checking like the year on that or whatever, I like bumped into the Wikipedia page on it or something. And there's like a stat in there that, like Edwin James or just said Marshawn Lynch, sorry, had like 23 carries in that game. And he he uh, he had more than one yard on 22 of those 23. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, they, they should have given it to Marshawn. Uh, but that one was definitely just a, an all time Super Bowl moment and one that I just remember like being hanging out at a Super Bowl party um you know not that long ago super bowl 49 so hopefully we'll get a good moment here this weekend with uh Bengals rams who would have thunk that this is what we'd be looking at here just a few months ago um shameless plug as well if you missed last week smackdown addison hayes was on from, from dlf and we took a look back at all of our preseason predictions if you like two guys talking about how wrong they were uh <laughs> that's a great episode to watch um including being over on the super bowl uh matchup obviously here so uh, speaking of the big game, uh, I don't know. Can I, can I even say Super Bowl Memphis? Are we going to get sued? Uh, no, no, I, <laughs> okay, I don't think so. Um, they... I don't, you know, they're trying from what I've read, they're trying to, uh, copyright or trademark the term big game. Now it's like, look, a holes. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you've already got every advertiser in the, the country, trying to go with a big game so you don't sue them for using Super Bowl. I mean, all they're doing is driving your brand again, assholes. But I mean, we're, you know, we're just, we're just trying to help them, but yeah, it's uh yeah. Super Bowl is fine. We're going to go with Super oh, Bowl because okay. we're, we're true fans. Good. And, and, right. and no have... Cowboys, no Michael Irvin memories, by the way. I, man, I, I, va- I have this Dion? very vague, vague memory of Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl 30. But again, I mean, I was, I, I just remember the game being on. That's it. I mean, I was six, so <laughs> you could be a Jets fan. That's true. That's true. There's worse things, I guess, in life. Yeah, you but, know, uh, hold on, the goddamn Jets. <laughs> there you go. That kid's never seen anything good, right? I mean, he's um, like, he's got to be like 35 now. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Like, there was a maybe you guys saw it too. Like, was it Dick Butkus or some just old timer NFL? I don't know what his deal was, but he like put some random thing like. Uh, at least you're not a Jets fan or like the Jets haven't seen the Super Bowl in a hundred years, like commenting on something. I was like, what is everyone just taking shots at the Jets now, <laughs> including Memphis? So, yeah. And the um, Jets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
What about uh, Super Bowl prop bets? Let's dive into this thing. We'll, we'll kick it off with the master himself, the co-host of the Big Bet Show here. Uh, Memphis came prepared with a prop bet. So uh, what are you looking at, man? Where should the people uh, put a little bit of green this week weekend? Uh, make sure the green's legal in your area, both yes. app and herb-based green. We're, 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 uh, we're a free flow podcast here at the DWZ. Uh, I'm going to go Odell Beckham Jr. over 63 and a half receiving yards. Now, the Bengals are middle of the pack in yards allowed to the wide receiver position on the year. They've given up 2,600 yards in 17 regular season games. And I, I think that's how you go at, you go at them. They're a little bit better against the run. And we've seen Cam Akers struggle in both the yards per carry standpoint over the past couple of games. He had some fumbling issues against Tampa Bay. And I think the best way for them to move the ball against this Bengals team is going to be in the air. Uh, if Tyler Higby suits up at all, he is going to be extremely limited. So if you were the defensive coordinator of the Bengals, who are you going to try to take out? You're going to try to take out Cooper Cup, which means Odell Beckham Jr., who has been having a pretty good run the last few games, especially in that NFC Championship game. Uh, as a guy, I know our good friend, all of ours, Neil Gray, uh, one of the best Aussies out there. He's a huge OBJ fan. Uh, I'm going OBJ over 63 and a half, and I'll throw you a bonus one if you like to, if you like to get plus money. Now, note like the OBJ bet, you have to lay a dollar fifteen, so that means you have to bet $115 to win 100. Here's one where you actually get plus money back. So you would bet 100 or a dollar to win a dollar and five cents, whatever you want to look at it, and it's the Rams over or under three and a half sacks. If you go over you get a dollar five for every dollar you bet back. Um, if you go under, you lay a dollar thirty-five. And Joe Burrow has been sacked at least three times in nineteen. Excuse me, at least three times in twelve of nineteen games. So more often than not, they get there three times. That pass uh, protection unit in Cincinnati is not great. I was really hoping they were going to hang that number at two and a half, and I was going to smash. The over at three and a half, it's a little bit more gambling, but you still got uh, Floyd, you've got Donald, and you've got Vaughn Miller. You got the big stage, and uh, and I like it. I like it. I like uh, teams that can put pressure on Joe Burrow against the blitz. He eats up the blitz. And based on this passing unit, if you're looking for a second one, I do lean to the Rams team total over three and a half sacks. All right. Prepared, Kyle. Are you happy? I, I'm not Jerry. It. This guy coming you in. You want me to wing it? <laughs> no, you're good. I appreciate right. you as always. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, how about you, man? What you got? Yeah, I was going to say, just going off that bet, shameless plug. Last time Von Miller was in a Super Bowl, he single-handedly won it for the Broncos <laughs> in Super Bowl 50. So, uh, no, I, like, I definitely like that one. Um, this one, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not huge into prop bets, but I was thinking, I was like, man, Matthew Stafford wants this thing. I was like, I wonder what his rushing prop bet looks like. So his his rushing prop bet was uh, 5.5 over under on his rushing yards. And so I just went to look to see how he did in season. He only hit that number like four times in season. But in all three playoff games, he's been over. So the first playoff game, he was six for 22. Second, he was four for six. Then last week, two weeks ago, he was five for eight. So I have a feeling he's going to be in a couple of those situations, those third and twos. Uh, those third and ones maybe where he's he's going to put put it on the line to get that all-elusive Super Bowl. So I like the over on 
5.5 rushing yards for Stafford. Sweet. There you go. I'm always a sucker for those like low totals. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I just need one like, play. I'm good. Yeah, you know? just get it once. And yeah. And then as the game, the, the, game's, the game, right? Yeah. And the game's going on and like Cooper comes lighting up. I'm like, yeah, why didn't I? 89 yards seemed like a lot, you know, like, you know, an hour ago. <laughs> so, no, I like that one. And uh, yeah, three for three in the playoffs then. So, hopefully, it had a fourth time. Jesse, how about you, man? You got a prop for us? Well, funny you should ask. My lovely oh. wife and I are planning on spending the Super Bowl at the wonderful Horseshoe Casino right next to the Raven Stadium in, uh, in Baltimore this Sunday. So, uh, I've been looking at these a little bit and I've got a couple in mind, but the one I'm going to throw out here is uh I, i'm gonna tell you i have a three-point memphis plan on this right i'm gonna build on what memphis said in three ways okay so i'm gonna take joe mixon under 60 and a half right so number one it's at plus 110 right so uh i like getting money you know i like getting the juice instead of paying the juice first of all uh, don't love betting unders but in this situation i think it's smart because again Point number two that Memphis made was that uh, the Rams are going to need to move the ball through the air. And I think that's doubly uh, correct for the Bengals. You know, the Bengals are definitely going to have to move the ball through the air if the Rams are moving the ball through the air, right? I see kind of a higher scoring game. Um, I'm going to take the bet that Mixon just sort of gets taken out of the game as far as carries go. And yeah, he might have some receptions of some receiving yards, but um, this is purely a rushing bet. So under 60 and a half at plus 110. Uh, and then uh, the third point that Memphis made, bringing up Neil Gray, just wanted to give a little plug. He'll be, able to, he'll be a guest on our podcast in, uh, I believe, two or three weeks coming up. We're going to do something revolutionary on our podcast. So stay tuned. A little plug in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking. Uh, I, what, when is Neil going to be on so I don't have to tune in and listen to him talk about OBJ? for? <laughs> We're hoping half. to get him. <laughs> We're hoping to get him, uh, not the next episode, but the one after. All right. Cool. You know, I love Neil, but Neil is uh, he is uh, very animated anytime Odell Beckham does anything in a game. Like the group chat just goes bananas. And this guy's in Australia. I have no, I have, you know, as good of friends as I am with AJ and G of the Aussie guys, you think I'd have some clue of what time it is there. But it's like ungodly times. And this man, I'm like, how much coffee have you had, brother? Slow down a little bit. Well, I think Neil loves OBJ as much as much as uh, Jesse hates Ben Simmons. So I'd like to see some kind of standoff there. That is about right. Hey, we will know by tomorrow if he's going for James Harden. Uh, I, I dig it, man. Neil's getting a lot of pub on this show. Um, I I had a I had this is this is one I had written down. I locked it in. And then, uh, like, and uh, this was before the show tonight. And then, like, right, like, maybe literally 20 minutes later, a uh, little blurb about Daryl Henderson maybe hopefully being available uh, for the Rams. So I already liked the under on Cam Akers. Uh, total yards was at 84 and a half. It's at 82 and a half just in the last hour going down. But I think regardless, even at 82, 82 and a half, I'm good taking the under on that. Um, the last three weeks that he's been the featured back, total yards, 95, but that included a 40-yard reception, uh, 68 and 50. Uh, I think that Akers will still be the lead back there, even if Henderson's active, so I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm more, I, I would prefer if Henderson wasn't, just to boot, keep that number a little higher, but 
Um, if you can lock it in now, you're still good at 82 and a half. And I like the under for Cam Akers. It, it will feel weird if you hope it, if you expect the Rams to win their favorites. Um, you usually you want, you don't want to go after the running back under uh, on rushing yards, especially if they, if you think they're going to be rushing the ball late, trying to get the run the clock out. But I think this will be a close game. Um, and, and we've seen from Akers while the lead back hasn't put up a ton of yardage. Memphis, I think, mentioned the efficiency there. Hasn't really been great. But uh, he's been the guy. So for now, that total will stay high enough. You can bet the under on it. I feel pretty good about that one. So, um, yeah, that's mine. So any uh, any thoughts on any of those before we move into some predictions? Memphis, you want, got a critique I, I, for me? <laughs> I listen to a lot of gambling podcasts. and Another good one that, that I really heard is Rams to outgain the Bengals in total yardage. So sacks are a team stat, whereas, you know, it doesn't come off Joe Burrow's passing total. If Joe Burrow takes a, stat, a sack, his passing total in terms of yardage does not go down by nine yards. But if Joe Burrow takes a sack, the Cincinnati team total in yardage goes down by nine yards or whatever the, the, the difference of the sacks is. So whatever that sack yardage would be. So if you think my initial prop is good and that you think the – the uh, Rams are going to create a lot of uh, sacks and, and chaos in the backfield, then that favors a team that from a yardage perspective, because, you know, you give up four sacks at seven yards, you know, you just went back negative 30 yards. And in a game where the winning team will probably have between 350 and 400 yards of total offense, you're talking about going backwards 10%. So uh, it, it were the, the one prop works of the other. If you like my sack, that's the only thing, I, other thing I had. Look for correlated things, things that if this happens, and my last thing I promise will be the last thing, You're good. is if CJ Uzoma or Tyler Higby go and any of these sports books have the audacity to hang a number on these guys, just bet the under. You are 100%. You, you have the best of this. I made a good chunk of coin last year. It was a Thursday night game where Keenan Allen was rumored to be playing. Uh. And it was in the fantasy playoffs last year. And obviously Kyle got bit, you got, he got bit by this and it was like, you know, he's going to be playing, but he's going to be super limited. I smashed both his yardage and his reception props. Like some of the biggest bets I've ever made in my entire life. And I was so thrilled. My man played like one snap and that's literally what could happen with these knee injuries with Uzama and with Tyler Higby. So those are props you won't see until actual game day Sunday because it will be come out that they're active. And then you can see a DraftKings or a FanDuel having the the uh, testicular fortitude to post a number. If they do, be ready and smash that under. Yeah, I remember that day because Memphis is all on Twitter telling everyone not to play him. Don't do it. I'd rather play anyone else that's not hurt. And I just happened to be in a spot where there was one place I couldn't get it on my lineup and I'm just sitting there getting – kicked repeatedly in the nads and uh having to stare at that crap score all weekend waiting for sunday to roll around so it would, it would go away but um yeah uh, before we get in predictions a couple other just quick ones that i had on here in case anyone stole any of mine i still t higgins numbers at six sixty seven and a half i'll take the over on that because his name's t higgins he's a stud um and i like if you want to try to just uh hit a little extra there i think I, I couldn't find it on here on the fly and I didn't jot the, it down. I think it was at plus 400, but I don't mind Cooper cup MVP. Um, if, uh, if Stafford only ends up with just two touchdowns and those, those could fuck, those could go to cup. 
Um, I think Cup, if him doing what he's been doing, he I wouldn't mind placing a bet there if you don't want to go with the QBs, you want to take a shot on it. I, so, you know, I, I hate to agree with Kyle, but I do because here's the thing: the NFL honors thing will be the night before the Super Bowl, and we all have heard the "Oh, Cooper Cup should be in the running. He's not winning the MVP." <laughs> and you know, I could see it being a make good if he has a great game or he like the same game he had in the NFC Championship game where he has like nine catches for 182 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, you know, screw it, give him that MVP. Fine, <laughs> fine, just just fine, give it to him. So yeah, yeah I don't hate that. Uh, I, I threw I threw a few bucks on there just because uh, I was thinking about it. So I'm like, I don't want it to happen. And then I and I didn't do it. So I just I have a couple bucks. We'll see. Um, all right. Last thing. Then we'll get into the food, the big important part of this show, obviously. But I want to get Super Bowl predictions from everybody. Uh, Mike, I'll get you out of the sandwich. I'll let you bat lead off for this round. Uh, what is your Super Bowl prediction, the winner and your final score? Yeah, I think with the Rams playing at home, I think they're going to be playing with a lot of passion. And that front seven, especially, you know, Donald, Floyd, and Miller are just going to make life miserable for Joe Burrow. I'd love to see a shootout, but I'm going to say 34-24. Rams at home, home team, wins two Super Bowls in a row. All right. Dang. After never happening before, right? And just uh, (laughs) Just... leave it to Tom, and then here we go. Now there's rolling. All right, 34-24. Rams. Uh, Jesse, how about you, man? What's your Super Bowl prediction? That's crazy. I, I have very, very similar to Mike. Uh, and for those watching at home, yes, I did put on a cardigan. They call me Pop-Up <laughs> on our podcast. Just so you know. That was a little chilly. <laughs> I, I, Same thing, Mike. I, I, I made my score a little weirder just because I like weird. And uh, I went 33-25. 33 right. rarely happens, so I just thought it would be fun. That's uh, if if that happens, Jesse, there's going to be some guy out there that thought he got hosed on Super Bowl Square that's going to be yep. thrilled. So yep. you're you're in. Uh, I I know we've had weird some weird things happen. I remember that. Uh, I started bringing up the bad the uh, the bad memory there, but uh, the what was it? Peyton, Peyton when he was on the Rams and he like there was a safety to start that game, right? So like that two threw everything off like right out of the gate. Uh, you know, you never know. So, uh, all right. So we got two for the Rams covering, I guess, in both these cases, because I believe the line's still four. Uh, Memphis, what's your thoughts, man? Uh, I know it's not good manners, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question by asking a question. Would you prefer Sean McVay or Zach Taylor? <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. I am going Rams, twenty-seven, twenty-one. Uh, I believe that total they have uh, over at FanDuel or DraftKings, it's right around 48, 48 and a half. I think, you know, those Vegas guys, those lines makers are really sharp. And I think that's a really good number. And I, I, I think that it just – Sean McVay's been there. He got outcoached by the genius. He got Belichicked once before. Uh, I think this is his time to shine. And they've overcome a, overcome a lot of uh, – I guess you'd call them personal hurdles – as a head coach, whether it was beating Tom Brady on the road in Tampa Bay to come home, be down 10 points, one of like, I think only twice in the history of the NFC Championship game to come back from 10 down. I love Joe Burrow. My son and all of his 14-year-old friends are rooting for Joe Burr. Joe Shiesty, as the kids call him. But uh, I'm taking the coaching advantage. I'm taking the, the the talent advantage, and I'm going Rams. All right. And and I don't know if the algorithms have gotten me or whatever, but I cannot scroll through anything on my phone. I mean, 
I could be I could be going through my email and all of a sudden there's a there's some picture of Joe Burrow's social media from when he was 12 years old. I'm like, is this the first quarterback that ever made the Super Bowl that had a social media account? Um, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I'm just like, I, okay, I get it. Like he's that's great. Um, I sit there and I just and my sick mind is like, I think I own Joe Burrow in a few leagues. I think I'm gonna sell his ass this summer uh, because people have been just all over this kid. It's been a fun ride, but I think they come up short. But I think they cover. I'm going 17. 16 Rams, uh, Stafford game-winning drive, uh, chasing, chasing six. He's going to get the touchdown. They're going to win it on the extra point, 17-16 Rams. So there you have it. The cover, though. So I'm, I'm going to take that. <laughs> um, last so, question so before we get on. to the food. So, the other, so, so everybody else has taken the Rams minus the four and a half, me, Jesse, and Mike. Mm-hmm. Those two are firmly going with the over. You and I, I'm slightly under. You're way under. Yeah. So I feel bad for all of our gambling friends. We got them all over the place. It's like, guys, help me out. But yeah. I, I respect the honesty. There you go. I mean, that's why I didn't. I, I was I'm always, I don't know, I, I uh, maybe just listening to your show, Memphis, you and Kyle have been killing it. I love player props. I rarely ever bet, like, the uh, the over-under uh, ever. And then because uh, I always feel that you're asking for a bad beat, I feel like I just really I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, let me let me give you one thing on parlays as we prep this food draft. Mm-hmm. They don't advertise them because they don't want you to bet them. They want you to bet bad parlays because it's hard enough to win one bet. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? Why not bet two or three things that all have to go right just so you can win? You know, yeah, they, yeah I'm sure they're losing money. Wink, wink. You know, how about this? If, 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 if you like a couple of player props, like let's say you like Cooper Cup over his reception and his yardage, try and parlay that. Let me know how that works out, kids. Uh, that's say, my favorite way to lose the day. They're going to say, sorry, this bet combination is not possible. Why? Because if he goes over eight and a half receptions, odds are he's going over 104 and a half yards, which is why they won't let you parlay those things because they're correlated. But if you want to take some stupid parlay, like both Jamar Chase over his receiving yards prop and Joe Mixon over his rushing yards prop, they're leading you. That, that, that's, by the way, I'm, I'm picking on DraftKings. That's their banner prop right now. It's like, hello, McFly, dum-dum. If Jamar <laughs> Chase goes off, the odds of, of Joe Mixon hitting his rushing prop, it, they don't correlate. You're actually working against yourself. Be very careful with these raggedy rat soup eating bookies and, and what they're trying to do to you from a from a prop standpoint. One thing, uh, it didn't work, and I I felt uh, I had a really good. Well, I never know the names of these stupid rounds. Uh, two weeks ago, I was feeling all high because the week before I hit on a couple things. I hit a parlay. I was like feeling good about myself. Um, so I feel ner- I feel gun shy. I don't know if I should, but last week I took or two weeks ago. I took the Kansas City money line and then over three sacks. Uh, now, obviously, that didn't hit. But I feel like if you want to kind of get that money, if you feel good at just going straight money line, and you also like Memphis's bet about the sack total, which has hit more often than not, again, you know, as far as defenses against Cincinnati, that is something that I might try again, even though I got burned by it a couple weeks ago. But uh, I'm sure you can figure one of those out. But um, anyway, enough uh, enough of that, I guess. Uh, let's move in to the Super Bowl food draft. So unless you are paying $9,000, apparently, according to StubHub today, you're not going to the Super Bowl. Um, maybe you're going to Super Bowl party. Um, and as always, the food is usually the main event for me anyway. 
Um, so we're going Super Bowl food draft here today. We'll kick it around the room. Uh, you guys, well, I didn't really discuss, I guess I didn't hammer this out ahead. So you guys got to do, you want to do three rounds or four? Four. Four. All right. Uh, four, very... if we get, four if we include a beverage. All right. Because well, 16 food items is going to get thin. We're going to wind up with mom's homemade carrot cake from night. It, it, it gets going to get weird. So let's include one <laughs> beverage. All right. The fourth, so we'll round, do the one... fourth, fourth round beverage round. Anyone say no? Sounds uh, good. Uh, I'm good with that. You prepared for that, Mike? We're springing on you last minute. Sure. Yeah, I don't drink, but I'll come up with something really good. All right, that's all right. So it can be any I beverage. Give it away. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm right now. It's, and it's thanks for at. coming on, Mike. We're yeah. gonna see you later, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm drinking. I don't know why I'm drinking this monster at 9 p.m. But I guess I know <laughs> I was about to say. I would say I would say I gotta edit this thing when we're done, but I don't. Everybody knows I don't edit. I just you know end the post. Um. But uh, all right, here we go. Let's. Uh, we'll for my sake, we're gonna go in the order that I got you guys here. And we're going to let, uh, we're going to let Memphis bat lead off. He was actually the one, the brainchild of this idea to get us all together. So I greatly appreciate that. Cause I didn't have to come up with something that wouldn't have been as good. So we're talking Super Bowl food draft with the one Oh one. We're going to go to Memphis. Uh, I am going chicken wings. Uh, this is one that my son and I have done the last two years. Yes. We air fry them. Yes. You can judge me. No, I don't give a shit. Because here's the thing, chicken wings in and of themselves aren't that bad for you until you drop them in a bunch of grease and, and fry them at 400 bajillion degrees. Nah, dog, air fryer, mix those things up. I'm going chicken wings, the 101 for me this year. All right. You got sauce? Got a fave? Uh, I, I am I am hot to the point that it still has a pleasurable taste to go along with it. I'm not so hot that you can't feel your face and you're just in pain. Your eyes are watering. You can't really see the commercials. It's like, what have you done? This is not this is not pleasurable. I mean, maybe some people are into that, and that's cool too. But for me, no. I like uh, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings as an example, and I get their second hottest, like not the blazing, but the one like a hot barbecue or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I dig it. All right, so we got air fried wings. That is now in the books here officially. Uh, <laughs> all right, so wings is off the board. That's probably a pretty popular one. So I dig that. Uh, we'll go to Mike for the 102. Oh, 102. I don't think I wanted to be here. This one's going to be kind of boring, I think. You trade back? But, yeah, right. I trade back here. <laughs> try, to get, try to pick up another second. Third yeah. rounder. Um, Mike's hungry. I, I'm, I'm just going to go straight pizza, any kind of pizza. So whether it's your deep dish or your hand tossed or you're thin and crispy with all your crazy, you know, like Joe Burrow says, you got to have pineapple on your pizza, right? I saw tweets about that. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think pizza is your standard go-to for, uh, for a Super Bowl party. You got to have it. Okay. And I mean, you're setting me up because Memphis already did the same thing. Do you have a one-on-one of toppings? You, Mike, personally, it, I won't judge you. It, this is yeah, no judgment, but I get this every time. I love spinach, mushrooms, and bacon bits. Like oh, bacon, it's, all right. It's, it's like makes you feel good enough with a little bit of green, but then at the same time, you got to have the bacon on there. So Spoke, spoken like someone from Colorado. Good there Lord. you go. Spinach. The answer is uh, pepperoni. Thank you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Jesse lays it down. Um, all right. Uh, well, good stuff. So we got we got wings and pizza off the board already. Uh, Jesse, what's next up at the buffet? Well, oddly enough, Memphis took my 101, my first <laughs> rounder, which was air fryer wings. Real quick tip for you, Memphis. 
when I do air fryer wings, I do them till they're about 98% done, pull them out, sauce them, throw them back in for another four or five minutes, pull them out, sauce them again. Uh, one day I will tell you the how we, uh, when this was many years ago when I worked in a restaurant and we used to double fry the wings. Yeah. And a, a little old lady got a breaded tenderloin that had been fried in the same oil as the super hot wings. And that seasoning transferred over to uh, the little old lady. Sorry oh, about wow. that. G- Sorry about that, G Ma. Sorry, your roof of your bland. I hope she survived. Your bl- <laughs> That's not a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Dang. Nice. Okay. All right. Next All right. Well, I, old I, I do have something prepared that is definitely worthy of a first round pick. So when I think of party food, comfort food, I think of my time in the South. And this is something I learned down there. It's called a gator bite, it's not made out of alligator. Okay. So you take a jalapeno pepper, biggest one you could find, slice it in half, hollow it out, fill it with cream cheese, and wrap it wrap it with cooked bacon, throw it on the grill for a couple minutes. That sucker is delicious. All right. I dig it. I just got to find someone to make it for me, but then, <laughs> then I'm good. So, all right. Good stuff. Gator bite. There, there you have it. So that's going to be a tough act to follow because that's way more uh, creative. Um but I'm gonna one of the way when I was going through these rankings, I cut this is very similar. If we were doing a uh, for me, like we we're doing a draft day food, but like for me, if I'm watching the Super Bowl, uh, maybe not as much as draft, like you know, your fantasy draft day, but I'm like kind of a I just want to grab it and go, I don't be messing around with anything. Um, so I and I like to kind of graze around, right? I, I maybe go up to that table like seven or eight times throughout the night, I never really get a full plate of anything. So for me, my first round pick is going to be chili uh, because that thing just stays warm all day long. You can go get a little, you're feeling good. You're a little hungrier, fill up that bowl, you know, cheese, onions, whatever, sour cream, don't care. If it's hot, hot sauce that thing up and, uh, and it's a good time. You just keep eating it throughout the entire day. So I'm going to go with chili uh, to wrap up the first round here. So uh, I'm getting hungry already, but uh We'll kick it back to Memphis, man. You got wings already, so you're uh, you're doing pretty good. What's your what's your second rounder? Uh, th- this is the staple. Um, I, I, we call it shit on a shingle, but I mean it's kind of a dumb name. <laughs> it's the little two inch by two inch pumpernickel breads, and you put those out on a baking sheet. Yes, use aluminum foil. Mix clean up a snap, and you put those down. And then in a crock pot earlier in the day, you take a pound of spicy sausage, a pound of hamburger, a block of Velveeta cheese, and a jar of salsa. And you let that stuff stir. And about maybe a half hour before you want to serve it, you take that concoction out of the crock pot. You spread it across the little pumpernickel breads. You throw it in the oven for just long enough to get that uh, that stuff good and warm. It's, it's, a, it's an hors d'oeuvre, a Harris Derve, and they are delicious as you're waiting for your chicken wings to air fry. The Cooking Tips with Memphis show is definitely got to be in the works here on the network. Um, shit on a shingle. It's weird because I've definitely heard food called that, but it's not what you're it's describing. Usually, it's usually <laughs> yeah, right. related to uh, dry beef gravy. Yeah. So, uh, cream chip, be, be, cream chip beef them. on toast. Yeah. yeah. No, no, normally, uh, as, as a gentleman who has uh, southern roots, that's uh, that that's white gravy with uh, toast and dry beef in it. But no, this, that's just what we, we, we've always called them. But uh you know, we, I am the, the fattest in-shape guy you'll ever meet. My inner fat kid runs wild. <laughs> you got you, you know, you can have those days, man. It's no problem. You know, enjoy, oh, for enjoy sure. the Oh, for sure. That's a here. Super Bowl. I'm going to get weird. 
Uh, all right, tough act to follow. We had shit on a shingle uh, kicking off round two. Mike, you got to bring it now, man. What you got? Uh, yeah, I'm like, geez, I'm not getting the creative stuff. I've got one I love, but I think I can save it for the first round, third round, because I don't think anybody's going to take it. But uh, I'm going to go with those, uh, you know, those like TGI Friday potato skins, but you can either make them yourself or uh, have some, uh, I don't know, or just buy the frozen ones. But it's the potato skins with the cheese on the inside and the little dollop of butter with bacon on it so yeah those are hmm. I'll, I'll take those all the time yeah i uh i always love going super bowl parties and uh we i remember one year we kicked around the idea like well like maybe we'll play some poker and like be the guys or whatever and all that. i'm like hell no first off no one's gonna pay attention and play poker and watch the game second of all you need the wives to come as well because sure. you need as many people whether they cook or not they do most of the time right so you got to figure like get us help because otherwise it'll just be all of us sitting around eating a bag of potato chips. Um, so I always love going somewhere else where someone else has made the uh, the food and there's great stuff out there. So potato skins, love potato skins, never want to make it myself. So, uh, all right, before we get to Jesse, got a couple people in the chat. David said that uh, fajitas was supposed to be the one-on-one, so I don't know if he stole anybody's answer. But Mike in the chat, who's always here, always listening, appreciate you, Mike. He said we're still missing the one-on-one. So we haven't even hit the best Super Bowl food yet. So, Jesse, no pressure or anything, but Mike's calling our asses out. All right, well, <laughs> there are a few classics left, right? Uh, what I'm going to go with is some people call it pigs in a blanket. Some people might call them bagel dogs, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we add a little twist around my house, and we roll them in everything seasoning. So you have everything bagel dogs or everything pigs in a blanket. Nice. That is uh... – <laughs> And that's some next level stuff here. I'm learning some things because we're going to start a cooking pod. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to eat when this podcast is over, but man, <laughs> yeah, no the kidding. dynasty food zone coming soon to a podcast near, near you. Yeah. No kidding. Dang. All right. All right. That was, that's pretty good. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I got to, I got, I, I don't, I'm going off my board here uh, a little because I feel like these need to be represented and I feel like, I'm not sure anyone else is going to pick these because they're weird ass things. But uh, for my second round pick to wrap up round two, I'm going to go with uh, what I have dubbed as uh, trailer park bruschetta, also known as hoagie dip, uh, which in essence is just a bunch of uh, deli meats, usually like salami, pepperoni, ham, cheese, chopped up like real tiny. Uh, throw some like mayo in there, some Italian seasoning, whatever. It's like an Italian sub pretty much without the sub. It's just the guts of it. And you buy like that, uh, those long like French bread loaves, cut, cut them up into small pieces and just kind of bruschetta that stuff on there. It's just an Italian sub pretty much, but it's bite-sized. And uh, again, you can just eat it all freaking day and it's all good. So I'm going to go with hoagie dip slash trailer park bruschetta uh, to wrap up round two. So Hopefully, uh, I, I did you proud there, Memphis. Uh, yeah, I mean, get in where you fit in. I mean, th this is the third round. I mean, you you, you got to go with the dessert round. And I'm not 100% sure how these are made. Uh, a good friend of mine named Sakum, she is a ruthless redraft player. She will leave you laying in a, in a pile of your own blood. She is a killer, but she makes these things called crack balls. And they take... She takes Oreos and she crushes them up 
and like into a powder. But then I don't know if it's the, the inner workings of the Oreo that holds everything together. She rolls them up into a ball and then dips them in chocolate. And, and with a little toothpick in there, it kind of looks like a Buckeye, if you know what a Buckeye is. It looks very similar to that, but it's all made with Oreo goodness. I don't know. They're delicious. Um, I don't know if they're having a party this year, but whether I just may stop by. Just may stop by, talk ball, first quarter, uh, come home, make chicken wings with my son. So I'm going to go with my dessert. Uh, they're Oreo crack balls. All right. But don't crack balls crack. off the board. Sniped Mike in round three. I can tell. Look on his face. Desperation now setting in as he tries to find his third round pick. Uh, well, not, not 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 quite exactly. Um, I didn't know we were going dessert round three, so I like saved. I wanted to save my best like dip for last, so maybe I'll make it an honorable mention. But uh, uh, going the healthier side, cowboy caviar. I don't know if y'all have ever had that before. It's it's black eyed peas, black beans, tomatoes, corn onions chives and yeah uh, I, I have green peppers this. and avocado and stuff and you just cut it all up you mix it all together and you just eat it with tortilla chips it's really good healthy getting your grains we do it for every fantasy football party and stuff that we have so kind of kind of plain but it's a good kind of healthy dip as opposed to like your queso or something else i'll, but, I'll be honest it sounds like highfalutin salsa to me <laughs> <laughs> Highfalutin high pico is what I'm hearing. It, I've had it. it. It is delicious in all seriousness. It's great. It's even better the second day. So uh, if I can't make that my round three pick, then I'm going to go standard cupcakes. Because the one thing I remember from Super Bowl 32 when I was a kid watching that game was my dad let us buy whatever we wanted from the store. And I wanted cupcakes for my Super Bowl party. And that's how we did it. He let us buy whatever we wanted. And I had cupcakes. And they were delicious. That's so awesome. I'm going to go cupcakes. All right. Good deal. So we got the honorable mention, Cowboy Caviar. We got Cupcakes uh, as Mike's third round pick. Mike in the chat is telling us we still suck. Um, so uh, we, we'll see if we let him down here with these last two picks. We'll get to the beverage round. Jesse, what you got, man? Well, first of all, Mike, please remind me if we, you know, when we have our podcast get together, remind me to host. <laughs> Because <laughs> the food will be better. There'll be plenty of cardigans for all, all right? Uh, yes, and there will be drinks. <laughs> but, so uh, I have to stick to my roots here. And, you know, uh, I'm not a dessert guy. For dessert, I like a sandwich. So. <laughs> I love it. Ice cream sandwich, a fat boy? <laughs> no, I, I want a sandwich. So I, I'm going true Philly roots here. And that is Italian beef sandwich, right? So you get some good Italian rolls. Um, some shaved roast beef. You cook it in a crock pot with au jus. And uh, on the side, you have some uh, garlic broccoli rob and some hot peppers and some sharp provolone. And that's that's how you build your sandwich. That is a true Philadelphia classic. Gotcha. All right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And if you're doing it the right way, the Philly way, you take that sandwich after you made it, you grab your tongs, and you dip the entire thing in the au jus. I'm out. Right? And then you eat that sandwich. <laughs> All right, so Jesse's eating soggy sandwiches for dessert. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I the, like see, it. the good Italian rolls can hold up to that. That's that why, is, that's why you can only do that in Philly or New York. That is true. Beef uh, definitely it was a, not any a thing where I I lived anywhere before and moved to Chicago, and uh, is a big deal. And I do not order mine dipped, and people criticize me uh, in, mm. intensely. Uh, so, um, <laughs> but I I get it. So. Um, all right, I dig it. Uh, similar to Jesse, I'm not necessarily a sweets guy either. Um, 
most of my uh, consumption throughout the day will probably be mentioned here in round four. But uh, to wrap up the food portion of this before moving to the beverage round, uh, I'm going to go wrap up the draft. Mr. Irrelevant will be my uh, what usually is traditional uh, <laughs> traditional appetizer that I bring to all my Super Bowl parties. I've become known for this. Uh, I now supplement it with something that doesn't cost me 79 cents to make. But uh, my, my final pick here will be corn dog casserole, uh, which if you've been a longtime listener of the fellas of the SmackDown Memphis is nodding his head. This is in essence just a foil pan of cornbread. But before you cook it, you chop up about as many hot dogs as a dollar fifty can buy. Uh, throw that in there, uh, and there you have corn dog casserole. It's a fan favorite, and in fact, you can even pair it with the chili. I mean, mm-hmm. what else could you ask for in life? Yeah, that's, so, that sounds delicious. Um, there you go. So if you're if you're if you're rolling on a budget, corn dog casserole, you, you're covered, man. It steal an egg from your neighbor. You'll be all right. Um, all right. Beverage round. Memphis, final pick for you, man. Kicking off round four. What you got? Uh, it's going to be totally boring, but I, uh, I'm just going because I'm not going to steal the one. I know what the 101 is, but what I'm actually partaking in is Pepsi or Coke, whatever, you know, soda, what, 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 whatever, whatever that you would drink and until the NFL gets it right. Uh- with pop, yeah, whatever you call it, until the NFL gets it right and moves the Super Bowl to Monday, excuse me, to Saturday, you know, so, that, I mean, we've already got all these Saturday games. We've got a Saturday divisional round. We've got a Saturday wild card round. Can, can we not Can we not just monopolize, you know, do the honors on Sunday so that the guys that play in the game can actually physically go to the honors on Sunday? Just flip them. It's not hard. I mean, here I am. I'm, I'm like a logistics master for the NFL. You're welcome. Send the check to Indianapolis. You're, you're welcome. Um, but no, for me, it's just I've got to get up and go to work the next day. I think a lot of people do. Um, and I got one last thing before I turn it over back to you, Kyle. Uh, if you're ordering Uber Eats, DoorDash, any kind of delivery service, please, pretty, pretty, please. You're a listener of the Dynasty War Zone. You have both class and taste. Tip your tip your driver. If you're at a restaurant, tip your server extra well. They're working so you can enjoy the game so you don't have to go out and deal with these morons. If you take an Uber because you had a couple of uh, some under-be-yet-drafted beverages, tip. Be, be, be generous. It's, it's a great time. And uh, so I'm just going to go soda, soda uh, Pepsi, Coke, whatever. All right. And, uh, yeah, I, it definitely is a move, the NFL. They, they got one. They got to add one more week to the season, and then that will line up uh, with uh, I don't know, whatever day is in – in February, I forgot already, which I should know this because well, it's already the weekend of Valentine's Day now. As uh, if guys pres- aren't as if President's guys aren't Day. enough trouble. President's yeah. Day. President's Day is not everyone has that off. Some places are closed. So if you're a NASCAR fan like me, the Daytona 500 is extremely uh, precisely scheduled for the day before President's Day. So I don't have to worry about that. But pro move, take the Monday after Super Bowl off. Uh, I burn a vacation day every Monday uh, after the Super Bowl. So. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, anyway, <laughs> okay, taking a kicking it off here, uh, Mike. What what are you what are you looking at, man? Yeah, well, Memphis stole my, but uh, <laughs> as the resident Uber driver of DWZ, I will agree with Memphis there. Go ahead and tip your drivers; I'll probably be one of them out there. So um, he stole mine, so I'll go ahead and go with my backup, which would be like a rainbow rainbow sherbet or sorbet, however you want to say it, punch which is Sprite, Rainbow Sherbet, and some 
fruit punch, put it all in a bowl, let it melt. Um, it's delicious. Liquid gold. That diabetes that diabetes kicks in by <laughs> halftime. You're all good. Um, yeah, you just gotta sit there and watch the commercials halftime show. No one has to move. Oh, I hope I hope we'll, uh, for, this is a dated reference, but I hope uh, Wilford Brimley makes an appearance and tells you about painful diabetes. <laughs> oh man, uh, isn't it weird the the stuff like that? Where like, when have you ever had that at any other time in your life? But like those types of get-togethers or parties, like it's almost like weird too. It's not even just like oh, we're just getting together to hang out. Let's mix up some punch. You know, it's got to be like an event, right? Because, you yeah. know, set, because Sprite and, and Sherbet or whatever is so intense to go out and track down and throw it a bowl. Well, and just to find something to mix it in is the, the big yeah. deal, I think. Whatever. Sherbet? I, I think I met Sherbet at an evening club one time. Uh, oh, man. I think, this... I think I saw her one day uh, open for like, uh, like, like a 90s R&B ad. <laughs> She might be opening for the Super Bowl. Who knows? Got like 18 people up there now. Um, oh, well, never mind. Um, all right. Jesse, you, I will not listen to any blasphemy about this Super Bowl halftime show. I'm, I'm looking very forward to this. I hope do, to do, God. Do, do you need another Paul McCartney? Do you need another tuned up on Coke, allegedly, the weekend? No. Let Snoop, let Dre, let Eminem, let, let them come, Mary J. Blige, let them entertain you. Let them in your heart, Kyle. Let them in your heart. I'm in. I have a, Don't worry. I, I have a bit of a problem with that halftime show because you know if if you listen to Snoop and you and you're about what he's all about, well, you're taking that halftime to do what Snoop normally does. You know, most of the day, <laughs> you miss. So I can't fifth, really do both. I can't do that in my living room. I'm an adult. All right. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> so I I I have to say I can't I can't back off. I can't take the take. I can't take a break from the verbal sparring from our podcast, Mike. Uh, <laughs> too humble, my friend. It's just so everybody out there knows that Mike's a captain in the army. He's not just an Uber driver. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Jesse. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I, I as far as a beverage goes, I, I'll be drinking hard seltzer during the game. That's not my pick, though, because I know that's very unpopular. Um, I like after the game to have one neat glass of McCallum 18. So I like a nice single malt, one glass to enjoy and sort of kind of calm down after the excitement. Got to chase that sandwich with something, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, uh, I'm going to put a bow on this thing and uh, everyone, uh, my, uh, (laughs) my first favorite beverage is beer especially free, uh, but second favorite is cold. <laughs> so I am not picky. A uh, couple cold brews, I'm in. Whatever's there, whatever I uh, found at the gas station on my way to wherever I'm going or whatever. Uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a good time. Got to pace yourself, be safe, all of those good things. And obviously, if you're working the next day, be careful. I have worked on that Monday hungover before, and it is not a good time. So I've learned from my lessons and uh, but uh, nothing wrong with a few beers during the game. So not picky, though. I won't stir up anything here and, and go on uh, any other rant. But any honorable mentions as we close this thing up, because Mike in the chat is still saying that we completely missed the boat on the uh, his top two, 101, 102. But any honorable mentions for you guys you want to throw out here as we're wrapping this thing up? 
Yeah, I have one. I have one. There's, there's just one that we didn't mention, and that's meatballs. I mean, homemade meatballs in a crock pot. How can you go wrong? Yeah. And if you're too lazy to make them, Costco has an amazing <laughs> meatball that all you got to do is throw them in the crock pot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, meat, meatballs is a staple. Mike Kenny, the Mike Kenny, uh, he, he said nachos. That's true. Here's why I didn't pick potato chips. I don't want anyone rubbing their dirty gypsy fingers all over the food. I'm, I'm, try, I'm, tr- I'm trying to eat. I mean, I mean, people bring oh their gosh. people bring their kids, which is totally cool. I mean, I'm I'm all about everybody coming by and having fun at the Super Bowl party. Um, it's, it's bad enough, you know, you, you know, taking those things with toothpicks and forks already, but to know that we're all just going to cram our crusty digits into a bag of Doritos is a, a hard no for me, dog. Crusty digits. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be looking at a bag of chips this week. I'm the same um, after that. So, uh, <laughs> with my four year old, six year old, and eight year old, I'm going to think of <laughs> Memphis saying that every single time they reach yeah. their little grubby fingers. And N- nose running like, like a faucet, <laughs> rubbing it with their lips. Good thing it's just us. We'll give each other COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, any other honorable mentions as we're moving? God, the meatballs one was good. That was definitely on my list as well. Any other honorable mentions uh, for the people? I mean, spinach artichoke dip is yeah okay. Sorry, there's, there's, keep, the, there's a healthy the alternative. There you go. The, there I'll go. keep the greens. Are you are you got the pita? Is that is that how you're rolling or? Uh, okay. uh no, I just go straight <laughs> potatoes. All right, I, dip, the yeah. uh, pretzel uh, chip things. If you can let, I that's kind of been my kick recently. I've been using like those for pretty much anything. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, I can live with that though. It's good stuff. Um. Mike also mentioned in the chat, Mike Kinney said pulled pork sliders, uh, which if you can get pulled pork, again, if someone is willing to make that and bring it and drag it to wherever we're going, I will eat the hell out of that and not feel bad about it. Um, so good. Same stuff. with cheeseburgers, by the way, any, any kind of like sandwich. If someone's willing to, to, to put those bad boys together, I'm down. Yes. But uh, it's the Super Bowl and it's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm always building in cleanup. And, uh, you know, just overall, you know, trying to watch the game. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, oh, I got to go, got to refill the nacho bar. There are more <laughs> chips. You got any yep. more cheese? How about salsa? <laughs> you don't need that shit in your life. Just throw the shit on the table and let people eat. Go Do yourself a favor. Run to Dollar Tree, General, whatever store. Buy a $1 tablecloth. And that way, when that game ends, you wrap that bitch up and just chuck it into the garbage can. Nothing doesn't matter. Get your crock pot the hell out of the way. This thing's going out. And uh, there you go. It's like the it's like a table equivalent of tinfoil um, that we mentioned earlier with uh, Memphis's cooking tips. So you guys have been awesome. This has been a fun time. Appreciate you guys chiming in here. <laughs> my Mike cracks me up. Mike Kenny in the chat said a veggie platter. So there you go. Um, to uh, that's for profiling purposes. I'll be real honest with you. <laughs> there you go. Who's gonna take the cauliflower out of that thing? I, uh, I just I just set it up, put a hidden camera in there, and I'm just taking notes. <laughs> who, actually, who actually ate that broccoli? Uh-huh, you, didn't even, you, might, you didn't even. No ranch, even. You didn't even. Dip you it, identified like, you yourself. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. Well, uh, enjoy the game this weekend. Appreciate all you guys listening. We're right here at the hours. So you guys nailed it. Um, again, as always, check out all the shows here on the Dynasty Warzone Network. Uh, Mike, Jesse, Chad with the War Games has been fun. I've been checking that out. It's, it has been uh, refreshing because it mixes it up. It's something different 
um, you, you know, sir. we kind of get you. stuck. So I, I appreciate you guys. You got, I love the little glimpse into the banter between you, even with Memphis. I having to sit here and watch it. Now I'm just giving you a hard time and it was, <laughs> it was a good time. So appreciate you guys as a remind, can you remind guys uh, where, when they can expect to see that in the feed? Absolutely. Yes. We're every Tuesday we get released um, every Friday evening at 10 PM Eastern, 9 PM central. We are live on YouTube on the DWC, DWZ feed. Nice. Awesome. And Memphis, uh, any uh, good guest topics of discussion here as we are in the uh, the heat of dynasty season coming up on the war zone? Yeah, we, uh, we've been kicking off rookie season. Um, the guests have been a little bit intermittent because there's still some other things going on, you know, like the Super Bowl. Uh, this past Wednesday, we had Bruce Matson from the DLF at Metric Scout on Twitter. Uh, Jerry was working. Bruce jumped on with me. He and I took a took a look at the wide receiver class for this 2022 class. Um, we've got a bunch of guests lined up this coming show uh, this next week after the Super Bowl, with it being Valentine's Day. It's an annual tradition. We're going to be doing our all-Valentine's team, the, the team that we're looking to cuff up going into the 2022 season. And then the following week, we'll do our all-breakup team. That's the guys that we're going to break up with. We're going to get them off of our roster going into 2022 and then the rookie content will really kick off in earnest and even though he couldn't make it uh, i do want to hype up our boy dallas dallas has absolutely been killing the game on the rookie rundown that drops on monday if you need some rookie coverage check out the dynasty war zone podcast he's not been doing it on youtube just because he's uh he's been working a lot but he's still doing a great job delivering terrific audio gold for you guys and because He's been releasing on Monday, and he's getting that show to me early. And Je- uh, Jerry and I, due to my schedule with my son's baseball career, I guess we'll call it, um, we're, we, we've been recording on Monday. So what Jess, uh, Jerry and I may do is start going back to doing Mock Draft Monday. So if we do that, um, it, it could add a new uh, twist to the show schedule. You'll still get the Dynasty War Zone every week. But if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, you'll start seeing Mock Draft Monday. Uh, Bruce, who just joined me, he's guaranteed uh, an appearance on at least one Mock Draft. I would love to have you guys. We'll get Dallas. We'll have a we'll have a good uh, mix of guests, and we'll be doing one, two, three rounds of rookie drafts, tight end premium, super flex, one QB, no IDP. We don't, we don't go down that road. But uh, a lot of rookie content between now and startup season, which is uh, right around the corner. Awesome. They, I mean, this is, this is, uh, we are not slowing down obviously here, uh, content almost every day of the week. Um, I will be back here next week, uh, taking a look at my 2022 wish list. It'll be a little bit of a preview of, you know, kind of where we want, play, what teams we want to address certain positions, where we want guys to go. Maybe, maybe we want players to, uh, go away from their situation. I'm looking at you, Mike Williams, uh, Palmer for life and um, those types of things. So 2022 wish list will be coming out uh, here on the SmackDown next week. So just stay subscribed. You won't miss anything. Uh, so for Memphis, Mike, Jesse, and myself, enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll catch you guys later on next week. We'll see you.